1: And good evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. So good to have you here with us right here in the front room of Advancing Vibrant Communities. Of course, our uh, producer and uh, tonight engineer, as well as co-host Elaine Harlan, and of course, our faithful (laughs) predecessor, the inimitable. Mr. Owl with us as well. And Elaine tonight, the doctor is back in. in. Amen. And we have a (laughs)
0: co-host. He's actually not a a guest. He's also a part of
2: the family. He's
1: part of the family. family. Dr. Jim Henman with us. And, uh, of course, the author of Who's Really Driving Your Bus. And we'll be talking not only about that, but a brand new book coming out and uh, some new insights into Willing to Be a Fool for God. And boy, what a, what a powerful statement. And we'll, uh, We'll explore that in uh, in a little bit. Before we do, just a reminder, friends, if you'd like to check out what's happening with Advancing Vibrant Communities and new opportunities to serve, please check out our website. It's www.vibrantcommunities.org. That's VibrantCommunities.org. Click on the little red flashy thingy, and it'll take you right to the daily. A real daily, detail guy. Uh, yeah, well, it's technicals, yeah. tech speak there for the uh, yeah, little red flashy thingy. And there you go, the gizmo. Uh, anyway, before we uh, go on, uh, let's check in now with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. What people think? Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of two more real-life Jesus freaks. John,
2: a priest, is blind, and Hugh Laverick cannot walk. But their refusal to deny Jesus makes them too strong in the eyes of the state church of 16th century England. And the Lord of London sentences them to burn at the stake. Throwing away his crutch, Laverick rejoices. Be of good cheer, my brother, for my Lord of London is our good physician. He will heal us both shortly, thee of blindness and me of lameness. These martyrs knew what man meant for evil, God could turn to good. At the
1: execution, their testimony is graphic, and their healing complete. So what's your attitude during tough times?
2: For more on the voice of the martyrs, go online to persecution.com.
1: You know, Jim, as we're talking about willing to be a fool for God right there, Perfect isn't that example. a great example, the blood of the martyrs, and uh, what a great testimony that has been throughout, uh, throughout the ages.
2: And what a paradox God's plan really is mm-hmm. that. Here's two people we would tend to think the world would look at as fools, that would look at as having lost everything,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but that their willingness to be a fool for God mm-hmm. gained them everything. Yes, Amen. gained them everything.
1: You know, and that also speaks to our worldview. You know, if 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 mm-hmm. everything is this, um, you know, whatever it is, seventy, eighty, ninety, hundred years, whatever we spend here on this planet, if everything is that. Nothing makes much, much sense, does it? Right. No, it doesn't. You know, if but if we look at it in terms of God's plan, and and uh, a friend of ours, uh, Elaine, turned us onto a, a book called Heaven. It's by uh-huh. Randy Alcorn, uh-huh. awesome. and uh, I'll tell you, friends, if if you want your horizons expanded uh-huh. a little bit, and um, really begin to search Scripture and and think about what the new heaven and the new earth is really all about and what recreation is all about. This is just, isn't it an amazing it's adventure? It's life-changing to me. Yeah. It really it, was. You've got to
0: read this book, Jim. You really, really must.
1: In fact, I think we ought to do a couple of shows on that really you know, should. and maybe get an interview with Andy. Randy Alcorn. Oh. It's just oh, yes. very, uh, yes. very powerful.
2: Yes. See her light up. Oh, I, do. I
3: love this book. I
1: love it. But anyway, get, getting back to that, it's just so important that we see uh, you know, the, the God's continuum in its in its totality and and how yeah this we we play a part here but the the big picture encompasses so much more mm-hmm. and uh, and helps make sense of of what we're going through at the time more friends on that coming right up right now though let's check in with our friend brad dacus from the pacific justice institute
2: it's time for the legal edge with brad dacus with attempts to remove god and religion from the public square It is important to tell you about some legal victories that are supporting religious freedoms. You see, in three different court cases in California recently, Pacific Justice Institute affiliate attorneys won cases which allowed a pro-traditional marriage sign on a desk over the objection of a lesbian boss. It allowed accommodations for a nurse who objected to promoting abortion. And it won a favorable settlement for an employee who had moral objections to handling alcohol. Out of court, Unions are capitulating, allowing mandatory dues to be diverted to morally acceptable causes. These are not the headline cases, but they are significant to those individuals we serve, and they are significant to God in preserving His justice and truth. To find out more about The Legal Edge, call 916-857-6900 or log on at pacificjustice.org.
1: And just a reminder, friends, coming up February 12, 2008, Brad Dacus will return here with his friends from the Pacific Justice Institute for another great seminar. It's basically the legal issues for pastors and ministry leaders. And if you're a believer, I encourage you to attend. Uh, it was just an awesome time. I mean, people, great, and, you know, and, and you know, some, what, what's the line? Some of the best friends I have are lawyers. But it was, it was all, you know, what, three, three straight hours of lawyers. And it was the most Jam-packed. It was, it Wonderful. was the most interesting, challenging time. I mean, it's, you know, they're, they're, they're just right on the money. They're short segments and uh, very pithy mm. segments as well. Mm, pithy. That's hard. my word for the day. Wow. Yeah, we're going to go. Good word, eh? Anyway, great, great, great now? opportunities. If you like <laughs> more, like more information about that, give us a call, 209-544-9571. We'll, we'll be happy to give you information. Again, that's coming up on February 12th, 2008. Probably again sometime around ten to, to in the morning to one in the afternoon, and of course you can check out the Pacific Justice uh, website at PacificJustice.org, or give them a call. A Toll free number number is one eight 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 three zero five nine one two nine. That's one triple eight three zero five nine one two nine.
0: Pithy. I have to be careful with words like that. I'm <laughs> move on to the Volunteer Center of the United Way, where we find the Healthy Aging Association, and that's why I have to be careful with words like that. But we're
1: I'm healthily <laughs> aging,
0: and so am I. But we're never mind. First, the annual Young at Heart Walkathon, and thank goodness we're young at heart. Amen I, to that. I love that. This is uh, being celebrated on Saturday, June 9th, between eight and eleven uh, at the East. La Loma Park and Modesto volunteers, that's where we come in, are needed to collect pledges and participate in the three-mile walk uh, to help older Americans where so we come in also. Like me. I <laughs> and us uh, <laughs> student, Jim. <laughs> help us live longer, healthier, and more independent lives. Uh, families are welcome. Volunteers may also help out with the event to set up at 7.30 a.m. to register participants and to serve refreshments. Uh, refreshments. Healthy Aging Association provides free fitness, uh, healthy uh, programs promoting increased physical activity and sound nutrition practices. The McHenry Museum, where American Girl Doll Party will be celebrated. I American Girl Doll Party. I know this yeah. interests you all, yeah. but mm-hmm. just bear with us here because all of the...
1: Actually, uh, I know what that is. You do? I okay. do. Well, I know what that's us, all about. please. I, all right. Okay. Yeah. That, I'm, in fact, I think Heather, my daughter, yeah, has I'm, one or two of those. Indeed, she does.
0: Yeah. And she will... Probably like to participate in this on Saturday, June 16th from 10 to 10. Want you to know I'm cultured. And that's that's a good thing, Dad. The the series of free events highlight inspirational historical dolls of the American Girl Collection, and they do invite children ages 6 to 12 uh, and their dolls. To participate in fun activities and games uh, from other eras. So this. Now, Al and I had GI Joe, right? Uh,
1: there you rar, go. Rar, well, that's
0: right. kind of a doll sort of. Yeah, so, so it was not a doll. Not a doll. Excuse me. It's not me. A, it's okay. GI Joe. No, GI Joe oh, okay. is you. not. I take that back. Shay. Man, Al. Oh my goodness! I, that is not. Back me up
1: here, Al. Oh. Transformers.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Transformers. Okay, yeah. not okay.
0: <laughs> But can I get back to the girl? I'm thing? sorry okay. to interrupt you. All right, okay. Volunteers are needed to assist uh, participants with the girl dolls not Games, crafts, and refreshments from 930 to 1215. Volunteer docents are also needed to uh, answer phones, greet visitors, and give tours of the historic museum on an ongoing basis. Now, individuals interested in becoming a docent should be friendly, enjoy children, adults, and dolls, and be interested uh, in history, uh, attend training, and all of those things. The McHenry Museum is dedicated uh, to preserving a picture of the early life and culture uh, of Modesto in Stanislaus County from pioneer days through the mid-20th century through permanent changing and traveling exhibits and special
3: events. That should be a lot of fun. Great opportunity. The problem tonight, was I visited
1: it. there, and they wanted to keep me as a museum I piece. I and,
3: and understand that. And finally, By the way, it's a wonderful it, place to it visit. It really is. It's it it
1: really, really, is. F- uh, really interesting uh, if you have some time to do fascinating. that.
0: fascinating. And finally, Muscular Dystrophy Association, Jerry's Kids, uh, provide office support next week. At uh, the MDA, volunteers are needed to assemble Sierra Hope Ride participant event bags and lockup packets to prepare for an agency's fundraising activities. Now, the Sierra Hope Ride is a huge motorcycle fundraiser that travels from Modesto to Sonora to raise money for Jerry's kids and the lockup. Is a mock arrest and jailing of willing participants who are arrested and uh oh judged and I know Jim loves that word and jailed <laughs> the jailbirds found guilty of having a big heart and that's a good thing uh, are sentenced to one hour uh, in the slammer while phoning potential donors <laughs> to raise bail in the form of contributions to the MDA and so that's a, a very good thing. So if you have any questions about any of these activities, we encourage you to call Barbara Borba. She's at 209-524-1307, extension 113, or you can give us a call here at ABC at 209-544-9571, and we'd be also happy to uh, help you out with any of that. And uh, we have lots of opportunities for you to serve here on a continual basis at ABC, lots of opportunities to serve right here in your community mm-hmm. each and every day, I and uh, we'd just love to... Uh, Get you connected there. Well, as we said, we have our guest host tonight with us, Jim Henman, a great. It's always of, great to be here, uh, Jim. We just love having you here. And I don't know who's been busier, you or us. And and uh, between your new book, fool, the fool book, as we say, the fool uh, book for God, and and getting ready for your big uh, conference set next week, and and uh, with Steve Artburn coming in, do you mm-hmm. want to tell us about that, or do you want to talk about that first? Or um, tell us. I think it's pretty
2: exciting. Yeah. It's going to be at the end of June. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's an all-day event. Um, Steve Arterburn is just uh, a legend uh, mm-hmm. with new life and uh, and bringing Christ out into various fields, radio uh, uh, workshops, uh, every man's battle, um, and and really focusing more on healing being a choice, mm-hmm. and that fits right in with my belief. Uh, that God gives us the capacity to change once we realize who we are in him. Mm-hmm. When we realize we're not our old nature like most of us tend to assume, we are a new creation, and that means we have his capacity mm-hmm. to help us change. Right. Right. So it should be an exciting day, and there's a number of different uh He's the, the main speaker, and a number of us that are giving cut-out uh, presentations in the morning and the afternoon. And you will be awesome. doing that. So I'll be just, loving uh, that. That's right. So
0: glad that you will be doing that. Well, we've had the extreme privilege, Jim, to preview a rough draft of, of your new book that's uh, coming out and some of the notes on that. And, and I have to tell you, if this is any indication of what it's going to be like, we just need to fasten our seatbelts. Uh, just real proud to uh, be a part of reading over the rough draft, and and Mary has done a wonderful job. Thank you for sharing uh, some of she this is with such us. Um,
2: what a joy an amazing ability to be transparent, both in being very harsh on herself, and finding some playfulness in the middle of that. Uh, I, I, like your uh, email to me, mm. it's like she had read your mail on your journey. Uh. Uh, It's like everyone's story told in a way that is really compelling. And uh, she's journaling to elements from the uh, who's really driving your bus. So she'll take a very compact paragraph and then share three, four, five paragraphs, her reactions to the material. And it's just sort of like being at a care group, Mm. except you're right there in the comfort of your own home reading.
0: Do you want to take a moment, Jim, to catch our listeners up? Because we Mm -hmm. have listeners. I don't know if we shared this with you or Ah, not. We have listeners all
3: over the world.
0: Wow, this is exciting. Since you were here last, we've had listeners in Iraq, recently in Israel. Wow. I just got back from Israel. I'm so excited. How neat. And we had a tour guide uh, tune in and listen. And so we're excited about that. But do you want to catch our, our listeners up? Because, you know, I don't know when the book... Is coming mm-hmm. out full force. I don't know if you want to. Okay, I don't know either. Okay, because
2: God does the writing. I do the typing. Right, exactly. And I, every time I try to get ahead of him, I start having anxiety attacks. <laughs> we don't want that to happen. <laughs> and I get immobilized. Right, right. Um, the main thing right now is uh, trying to take the who's really driving your bus. That is so dense that it it. It's it's hard. It's like sitting across from me. Mm-hmm. I'm asking people to look at things that they would not normally look at and then to look at them in different ways. Not only things they're not used to looking at, but also looking in different perspectives. And so to have something that can help uh, make that material a little less compacted was one of the feedbacks I've gotten. Um, the material in the, in the Who's Driving Your Bus... Somebody could pick up that book, and if they had a friend that they were able to be transparent with, most of the tools they would need to make significant change is inherent in that book. Mm -hmm. But because of that, it's very dense. Every paragraph, every sentence, you have to chew on. It's wisdom, not information. So by adding Mary's journaling to some of the material, it helps it create more of that personal Um, transparency that I think the readers will be able to resonate to. You know, as you talk, I
1: had my Bible open for another passage I was looking at, but my eyes wandered over here. And uh, as you were talking about the way that you let God write the book, Mm -hmm. um, 1 Corinthians 2, uh, Paul says, I came to you in weakness and fear and with much trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words. With a demonstra- demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on men's wisdom, but on God's power, and no, I, I just so think true. that embodies Jim what oh. uh, your, your your spirit of mm-hmm. offering this up mm-hmm. to uh, to God first and and to the Christian tri- Christian community. It's second. the only way
2: I can do it. Yeah. I. I People think I'm joking when I say he does the work, I collect the fees in the in the coaching <laughs> sessions.
3: It's true. But, but the yeah.
2: Spirit is so sensitive to people's need and if you allow the Spirit through you, God wants to use us all as vehicles. You guys are touching lives all the time, touching churches' lives all the time, individual lives all the time, by letting Him speak through you. It's the same kind of thing in doing therapy. It's the same kind of thing in writing. If we allow Him through us, we can kind of enjoy being fed while he is producing what he wants to share with others,
1: and and, and we can be real Absolutely. in that process. There's a uh, a part as I was scanning um, Mary's. Uh, uh, comments and her journaling there. there, there's a section there on, on masks. Oh, yes. And uh, yes. Un- unpack that a little bit for us, mm. too, because mm-hmm. y- I think w- we all know that so often within the Christian community today, we wear masks, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because we don't want people to see the warts or we, you know, sure. what, for whatever reason. Uh, pastor mm-hmm. and I met mm-hmm. with uh, another pastor today who's just going through some stuff because uh, there's hurt. Right. You know, within the body, and and part of it had to do with, you know, not, not being real with each other. Mm-hmm. So, Jim, help us unpack that a little bit about masks and, and how how God can deal with that through us.
2: Actually, I think masks are one of the ways of really appreciating how paradoxical God really is. Often we put a mask on because we're afraid we won't be accepted or that we'll be hurt if people see us as we truly are. Mm-hmm. And yet, ironically, the only guaranteed way to be unaccepted is with a mask. If I put a mask on and I wear that mask with you guys and you like me and you let me know you like me, I'm in a quandary. Is it my mask you like or is it me? The moment I put on a mask, I lose the ability to actually believe that your caring is for me. And so the thing that motivates it is impossible to achieve with a mask. Whereas when you let yourself be awkward and clumsy, which is pretty easy for me because I've had a lot of practice <laughs> fifty nine years old I've had probably fifty eight years of practice, you know, at being awkward and clumsy. To realize that is not a bad thing. Clumsiness and awkwardness is what allows intimacy to truly form. I've always felt that with you guys. I think you guys model that in, in, in the ministry that you do. You let yourselves be real. And that's the secret. And, and that, isn't
0: that what you're talking about? Or isn't that the focus of the full book is yes. allowing yourself yes. to be real? And mm-hmm. that's what I love about Mary. There's mm-hmm. no pretense about no her. No pretense. You know, she, And she just shares so honestly and right openly. Right from the heart. Right from mm-hmm. the heart. And mm-hmm. I love that. I love the part... And, and I, I jotted this down because she, she shares as some of the most profound. She says, my got it's were early on, and some of my biggest aint got it's are reflected <laughs> in the more recent notes. Right. Isn't that true?
2: It's true, and it's so normal. But I just had a person today that was assuming that they had done some work in the past. Therefore, that work should be done. Mm-hmm. And they were really hammering themselves, feeling ashamed that the issues were coming back.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Well, it's an ongoing process of becoming as a new creation. It's not one time you do it and it's done. It needs to be done as many times as it needs to be done.
1: You know, I think, Jim, too, if we get caught in that trap, one of the unintended consequences is that we begin to have the expectation of others. Yeah that mm-hmm. they will behave mm-hmm. and, and respond that that same way and and we yep. really create a a very tense
3: mm-hmm.
1: environment uh, around us and and I think sometimes I I kind of express it like being a an emotional chameleon mm-hmm. I mean you know mm-hmm. I got to be liked mm-hmm. and so I'm going to change and and do whatever I have to do mm-hmm. you know for this particular person and and reality begins to take a a uh, second uh, second place there
2: Absolutely and, you know what's really funny As a chameleon, you have to sacrifice your sense of self to make sure you can fit in and blend. Mm. So the casualty is your actual sense of self when you become a chameleon. That was my defense mechanism, was being a chameleon. Mm. It led to depression, anxiety, insecurity, self-doubt, self-consciousness mm-hmm. because I was constantly afraid that I would somehow show through my chameleon nature and I'd be rejected
0: and that meaning of sacrifice is not the sacrifice we want right. we, to right. we be doing it
2: doesn't you know? produce the fruit no. God doesn't have masks he doesn't want his kids to have masks he knows that we're not perfect perfectionism is one of those masks that often crush christians because mm. they try to be perfect for god that's not god's plan god's plan is to let him live through us as he goes from glory to glory to glory in our transformation don't you
1: think uh, king david just lived that out yeah i mean probably more so than anyone else maybe in 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 scripture at least in terms of uh, understanding from my viewpoint, mm-hmm. he, you know, here's a guy, the, the only man called a uh, being after God's own heart. Right. And yet, l- look at all the mess ups oh, boy. in his life, and, and yet he learned. To uh, take this wonderful thing called grace and forgiveness Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, really tuned himself into that and and experienced it in great and 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 I think you really have to get into that to understand his words really and
2: and what's behind it without without understanding what you're saying there you can't really understand scripture Mm. God's nature needs to be the filter through which you read his word Otherwise, it can be distorted. Satan can use God's word for bad, for bad things. Mm. And happens all too often, sadly. But if you have God's nature to filter his word... That's the safety.
1: And, and, and can't hurting people sense that, e- I mean, even if they're not theologians, and mm-hmm. most, a lot of them aren't, yeah. okay, but they can sense when it's the real deal. I mean, they yeah. can sense when mm-hmm. it's the, the creator of the universe, the master of all. Well, they can sense God's love, or they can sense the religi- the religiosity, mm-hmm. the religious right. masks mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. we put on sometimes, mm-hmm. can't they?
2: Yeah, the Pharisees were great with masks. Mm. The only group that Jesus really Mm -hmm. attacked, if you will, confronted, is more accurate, were the Pharisees that were wearing the masks. Mm -hmm. When
0: we can come to grips with the concept that we were created in his image, instead of Mm
2: -hmm. of the mask and Mm -hmm. instead
0: of the self-hatred, and I love the way you so lovingly helped her to To um, accept the idea Mm -hmm. of the of the forgiveness instead of the as opposed to the, and you did that wonderfully in helping her to journal and as she self coached herself through Mm -hmm. this, it was Mm -hmm. was awesome the way you did that. Yeah,
2: I think it's something that will touch a lot of lives. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm just really, and yet it's so funny. She wrote at the very beginning, "I don't know where all these things came from," because she had written just one at a time. Yeah, and often she saddened. It feds me to think of it. How many she deleted when she'd go back and read, with that flashlight of judgmental yes. criticism, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and delete some <laughs> precious nuggets that could touch lives. You know, these survived her purges of. <laughs>
3: you know,
0: and I was thinking as I was going through this, Jim. We are never ever going to be able to get it when we sit down with you. We mm-hmm. cannot. We cannot get away from the flashlight and the la- I mean, the yeah. lantern and mm-hmm. the flashlight are mm-hmm. always going to be something we need to look at, aren't yeah.
2: they? Yes. It goes back to God's nature. Mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. always uses a lantern in this covenant of grace that we're currently in. Now, under the covenant of law, a flashlight made perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So God, honoring a covenant perfectly, would use a flashlight. But in the covenant of grace, which is relationship, there is no room for flashlights. Mm. They destroy, they bruise both the person that's being judged and the person that's doing the judging. It harms everyone involved.
1: And they and, and that flashlight creates harsh shadows.
2: Harsh shadows Boy, distortions. Boy, if you fall into that, yeah. Oh.
1: Whereas the, the lantern gives a very... Mm-hmm soft light that tends to just gently illuminate exactly everything Go, you know going back to psalm 139 mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. 23 and 24 uh, david says, search me oh god you know yes. test me know mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. you know see if there's any offensive way in me da- david asking you know, God shine, shine that lantern. That's right. And, and let me see. And, and he's not asking, I don't think he was asking for the flashlight. No, I'm was sure it? he wasn't. I, didn't, I had enough of flashlights, you know. But I think he yeah. was a, as, asking for that lantern. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, and you're right, Elaine, this, that, whole thing with a flashlight and the lantern you know we learn so much when when jim is here that that's helped me so much in in shepherding i was out with my son you know we he's in sixth grade this year and you do the infamous science camp yes you know sixth grade sixth grade science (laughs) camp where you go out with all the bugs in the wilderness and and uh, we had one of those little battery operated you know lanterns Uh and and I, i flipped that thing on and instantaneous like i well, Doctor Jim, you know here we are, <laughs> right there with the crickets. You know, I can
2: think of no better association than to be associated with lanterns, Mike. That just Amen. that really pleases oh, me. That's great. That's
3: great.
0: You know, and in, in reading through Mary's notes, Jim, it's so it's so sweet when she has these aha moments when she fine she discovers you know it's not about me mm-hmm. this is not all about me and how ironic though i'm thinking when we're doing all this journaling and you're asking thoughts and when you do you notice what are you mm-hmm. noticing it seems to be about me i don't want to talk about the uh, oh. you know me mm-hmm. and why mm-hmm. do we have to rehash mm-hmm. and go mm-hmm. over all this stuff
3: mm-hmm.
0: why do we have to think about this and focus on me because it seems to be about me but it's it's not about me it's something about something bigger than me well
2: and, and okay. actually the definition of me becomes very relevant again most christians if asked to describe themselves will tend to describe themselves in terms of old nature qualities mm. Mm. and old nature habits not in terms of their new nature becoming and so for, for th- what makes it not about me in the traditional sense is the new nature is not Mm self-centered the new nature which reflects god's quality in our unique configuration called self is 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 not self-centered it's not self-centered the quality control that comes from slowing down the thought processes that's what journaling does Mm -hmm. if if we're just thinking in our head we're thinking along, and I don't know about the rest of you, but all of a sudden you think about a Big Mac, or you think about Yuck, you know I'm this this person. That, that Speak for uh, yourself. Okay. <laughs> all right, a big cabbage. Okay, okay all, all right. right. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I know. Carrots. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah. go ahead, Jim. <laughs> but but to realize that, that that it's not about me, Jim Henman but rather who Jim Henman is in Christ. Mm. Yeah. Suddenly it's not about me and that's part of the aha that right. Mary keeps coming back to it's so is that it is not the thing she's ashamed of right. not the not the the thing she's hidden for so many years and when you hide things i call it tupperware when you put mm-hmm, them away mm-hmm. they putrefy mm-hmm. there's no quality control when you begin to share with another person a friend uh, a partner uh, a therapist a pastor um, you begin to have more quality control because you're actually hearing more of what's going on when you just keep it in your thoughts mm. there's no quality control you can be thinking all kinds of things that, that you don 't really believe but they're having an impact right so that
0: It was just a a, a sweet freedom, it seemed like, she found in that. Mm -hmm. And and I love hearing about her aha moments. We love Jim Hinman, and we also love the music of Nicole Nordeman and her latest song, Finally Free. And then we'll have more with Dr. Jim Hinman on Lighthouse Live.
3: No chain is strong enough Mm -hmm. No choice is wrong
0: Nicole Nordeman on Lighthouse Live, finally free. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, Just, uh, that's how appropriate. And and we just would hope and pray that uh, all those seeking recovery and whatever areas of recovery they're seeking, Jim, would... uh, would find that, and we just uh, hope and pray that Mary continues. And you know how precious that she shared the way that she did mm-hmm. in this rough draft. And I know that this will go into the full book whenever that comes out. And I yep. know that will be in God's timing. Uh, and we just I, I wish hold it was you yesterday. in prayer. <laughs> we hold you in prayer, uh, dear friend. With that
3: as well. You know
2: the words, "It is for freedom that Christ has set us free." Mm-hmm. What a strange sentence! Mm-hmm. It is for freedom. The Christ has set us free. It's not for bondage. He's warning us not to go back under circumcision, but the freedom to be becoming is what allows us not to have masks.
1: We can easily be freed to go find another way to be put in bondage. Exactly, can't we?
2: Exactly, if right, we're mind. if
1: we're used to being fettered, mm-hmm. um, and that becomes somewhat comfortable, really, because it's familiar, maybe not Mm -hmm. comfortable, but familiar. Mm -hmm. We can easily go back to that, can't Mm -hmm. we, so that the distinction is important.
2: The addiction to the familiar, that comfort not as in comfortable, but comfort as in familiar is the primary addiction for for humans. Mm -hmm. We're drawn to the familiar. If I grow up in an environment that has certain kinds of toxic elements, I may have hated that but I will tend to be drawn towards situations that reproduce it. And we tend to reproduce our issues over and over and over from marriage to marriage to marriage. You know, we, we don't like what's happening in our marriage. So we end that marriage. The chances are you're going to end up marrying someone very similar next time through. Only you'll have spousal support and child support on top of now a new marriage. And then you, after a few years you start creating that we create what we're used to mm-hmm. not because we want it but because that learned helplessness like you were talking about Mike mm-hmm. we don't know how to do it otherwise mm-hmm. we don't feel right otherwise
1: so second Corinthians 5 comes into play there and uh, that, that whole uh, as we've talked about before kind of unwrapping what it means uh, when, when Paul says the old is gone the new has come it's right. not a light switch Mm-hmm. That gets turned off and on, mm-hmm. but but a new perspective, a new, a new mm-hmm. way of looking at things uh, through God's eyes versus our own. Right?
2: And when you realize that probably one of the most poster child perfectionists in all of Scripture would be Paul, sure, or Saul, Paul, right, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and yet he is so clear about how there's it's an ongoing process. I do what I don't want to do, and I don't do what I do want to do. It's no longer me, but sin dwelling in me. And that doesn't mean a cop-out, nor does it mean sin as a five-syllable, three-letter word, (laughs) you know, as it can be used. It means error. And that error is that our old nature is believed to be who we are. Mm -hmm. And therefore, it's allowed to drive the bus. Our old nature is allowed to drive the bus
1: can you imagine sitting next to Paul in rabbinical school? Oh. <laughs> He's one of those doggone average razors, yeah. you know. When everybody he hates
2: goes. because he makes the curve yeah. too high. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean,
1: he must have been a trip to be next to. Oh, and, then, man. and then, can you imagine if if uh, you're a Pharisee and mm-hmm. and uh, you went to school with Paul, uh, Saul, mm-hmm. and then Paul comes around and and th- that just Talk about who's really driving your bus or, or the chariot at that point. Um, you know what, what, what? a wonderful testimony! It's the wagon. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. What a wonderful testimony yeah. to what mm-hmm. God has done, and mm-hmm. and uh, and He can do that same kind of thing through us, but but He does need our participation, doesn't He?
2: You know that brings up an extremely important point. Often you hear people say, "It's all God's." got to God, the glory, which ultimately is true. Mm-hmm. But what you said there, Mike, is really important. If I don't allow and desire his willingness to, to work through me, he's a gentleman. He will not change me mm-hmm. without my willing participation in inviting him to do so. If we forget that, we wonder why is it he's not making the changes while we have barred the door, you know, have, have put, uh, plywood over the windows as if we're ready for a storm and wonder why god isn't changing us we're resisting
0: we're resisting yes. and he
2: will not try to overpower us he will not do that he only changes when we're willing to allow him to live our lives with us
3: did go ahead
1: isn't It i'm just thinking back to you know the, the fall mm-hmm. uh and, and adam and eve and and, and god witnessing that and and the process that, that, and of course, didn't catch God by surprise at all. No. You know, but uh, if you're God, you're thinking, well, now I can zap them and make them better, or I can have them participate in the process mm-hmm. of um, of being healed. Right. And uh, what, a, what a wonderful choice that was, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mean, if he kept zapping us back to health... We never learn anything would right? we we just no. keep making the same bonehead errors over the and knowledge over
2: again. of good and evil is so overlooked mm. on the impact suddenly adam and eve had that knowledge of good and evil they felt the shame that went with it and they tried to defend when god came what did god do adam where are you duh as if god didn't know mm-hmm. but he honored adam's right to come forward. And I
0: was going to say, and what Mike just said, what a loving thing he did Mm -hmm. by doing it that way. Mm -hmm. What a loving God Mm -hmm. we have.
2: And yet how many people look at Genesis as an example of God's wrath and punishment for disobedience. He protected man, Adam and Eve, from having eternal life, drowning in shame. Mm -hmm. Remember he put the, I can never pronounce that right, the cherubim, Mm-hmm. the guards in front mm-hmm. of the tree of life right. yes. removed them from the garden but kept in fellowship with them
1: and these weren't the little uh chubby little guys with wings no, these were these nasty little- looking boogers weren't mm-hmm. they that's I mean, right they're yeah. scary dudes yeah big, you know,
2: guys. big guys big swords
1: big swords yeah. and 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 yet that uh that that process that that god takes us through mm-hmm. and, and it is a process and you mentioned um and we mentioned the word recovery here and and uh you know friends and uh, and we bring this up i think often jim if if we 're saved mm-hmm. and we're we if we 're saved, we are in the process of sanctification, and that is recovery that 's right from our old nature and if if you 're a believer, you are in recovery, recovery whether you want to be yeah. or not right?
3: Right. now,
2: the question is, is it going to be tidy recovery and just be sanctification mm. or is it going to be messy mm. recovery and be transforming mm. Because tidy the, will not yeah, do it.
0: You've talked about being messy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the mm-hmm. great things that the Lord did for us, isn't yeah. it,
2: Jim? It's the messiness that allows intimacy. Mm. When you really think about it, people try to get perfect enough to be loved.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And yet it's the petri dish of intimacy is the willingness to be messy, mm-hmm. to be awkward, to be clumsy, to, to step out beyond what you're usually doing, to say to your wife to your husband, honey, I have not been the partner for these last 20 years that I wanted to be. And I know you've told me a million times, but I never listened to you. But somehow something hit me and God's made it real. I am so, so sorry. I'm going to spend the rest of my life making it different. That's messiness.
1: And 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 what uh, creates even a messier situation there is if that statement is not accepted, mm-hmm. and 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 then and then we really have to look at it through God's eyes That's and right. say you know what God did this for me here mm-hmm. whether whether or not the other person accepts my mm-hmm. apology whether or not the other. Person accepts uh, you know the forgiveness mm-hmm. uh, it god 's doing a work in us that's right through those situations, and you know I, I wish that ministry weren 't messy, but you know what mm-hmm. wow that 's how God works powerfully in our mm-hmm. lives isn 't it mm-hmm. yeah.
2: mike i 've watched you we 've known each other for years but i 've watched you be transformed from glory to glory to glory mm-hmm. from messy situation to messy situation, mm-hmm. often unfair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Often not right, but by honoring the process, you've continued to grow in his nature.
3: Mm.
2: It doesn't get better than that, guys. Yeah, It hey, doesn't get better than that. Mm. But it's messy.
1: And, and and with that, uh, Jim, I think one of the, the great things that uh, God spoke through you to me was when you're under attack, they're firing blanks. Yeah. Aren't mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, y- you're you're under fire right but they're blanks
2: the the filter uh in the bus book who's who defines my reality is an extremely important filter if i believe that you can define who i am in a sense i've made you god mm-hmm. and we often make the people around us often the ones we least want to have that power to actually be our gods because they define our reality for us while god of scripture is an intellectual construct. You know, Elaine is, as my partner, who thinks I'm a a slob, which, by the way, I'm a recovering slob. She does not think that, by the way. (laughs) But but that would be, I would be fighting against Mm. your definition Mm. instead of saying, you know something? Mm. I'm not as tidy as you. Mm. I will work on that. Mm. It's not natural for me, but I will work on that. Because you're important enough to me to give the gift of thought. That's the gold coin of relationship,
0: right. mm-hmm. thought, mm-hmm.
2: consideration.
0: Right. Friends, you're tuned in to Lighthouse Live, and we'll be back with more with Dr. Jim Hinnman right after this.
1: Deep needs, deep hurts, spreading far beyond the government's ability to help. Children, single moms and dads, the elderly, disabled, the homeless. Yet, thousands of resources that can meet those needs are sitting right now in the pews and seats of our churches. The challenge? Activating those resources and connecting them with the people in need. We have a proven solution, advancing vibrant communities. We bridge the gap. We connect people and churches with opportunities to serve the needs of their neighbors. Pure simple, proven effective, advancing vibrant communities. What's our motivation? Jesus' command in Matthew 22:39 39, to love your neighbor as yourself. The church at large has a biblical mandate to serve the needs of the community. Advancing Vibrant Communities researches those needs, then finds volunteers with the skills and passions to meet those needs.
2: The very first story that Mike told about ABC involved
1: serving one of my church members whose needs I could not meet within my own community and in that moment God humbled me and asked me to open my heart and really listen and as I saw the setup of the database I realized that AVC is a
3: wonderful partner with my own congregation it helps us be more effective
1: this organization comes along and says I'll do a lot of the groundwork and we'll discover the needs and then those folks in your congregation who desire to be a part and who have these skills can volunteer. AVC partners with over 80 community and government agencies to help meet the needs of the city. We network with organizations like Habitat for Humanity, the American Red Cross, Salvation Army, the Area Agency on Aging, the School District, and the Police Department.
0: How Habitat and AVC is a perfect match in that we both have common missions of helping people get out of the four walls of the church, getting out into the community and helping others.
1: AVC serves volunteers by finding ways for them to help others. AVC serves the needy through volunteer efforts with love, grace, mercy, and compassion. AVC serves churches by augmenting efforts to reach out and meet the needs of their neighbors. ABC serves businesses by helping create healthy neighborhoods, by connecting employees with opportunities to volunteer, and by providing opportunities to donate goods and services to legitimate needs in the community.
0: You know, some of us can donate a little
3: money, some a little time, some one or the other or both. It really touched my heart that these strangers were interested in me and what I needed in my life.
1: We ask you to consider monthly financial support and to help recruit more volunteers. Advancing vibrant communities. Faith in action. Pure, simple, proven effective. Carrying out the biblical mandate to love our neighbors as ourselves.
3: Thank you.
0: And we're back with you live on Lighthouse Live. Pastor Mike, Elaine, and Dr. Jim Henman And uh, just very glad to have Dr. Jim with us anytime and every time that we can. The time goes by much too quickly. But, you know, before uh, it gets away from us too quickly, guys, we do want to let our listeners know where... They can purchase Who's Really Driving yeah. Your Bus because this is very important. If you haven't obtained mm-hmm. this book yet, you really need to. You can pick it up at Beardsley's uh, Book and Bible, McHenry Village in Modesto. Also in Turlock at the Family Book and Bible on West Main. And aren't you proud I know where that's at, West Main in Turlock. Also, I want you to check out this wonderful website, and that's C A I R foryou.com com and care as in changing attitudes in recovery and That's it right. is just an awesome awesome website mm-hmm. thousands many thousands of people jim are checking out this website and benefiting from all of the great things uh, you have well i there. think
2: god's wisdom should be free mm. <clears throat> my time is somewhat expensive But his wisdom is free. And what I tried to do on the website is to have a lot of one- and two-page nuggets, problem areas like depression, anxiety, codependency, sexual addiction, chemical dependency, um, different problem areas where there would be something a person could go to, no cost, get something that could begin to give them new choices. Through the website, you can get... uh, (coughs) Books the the who's driving your bus. Mm-hmm, you yes. can get uh, changing attitudes in recovery a handbook on esteem. There's CDs, but those are for those that want more uh, more information on it. His wisdom should be free.
0: Some wonderful things like poetry and all kinds oh, of... Poetry. Oh, poetry. It's, it's awesome. It, it really is. The
2: tapestry. I should bring oh. that sometime. I can't read it because I can't read it without crying. Okay. There's an inspirational nugget. There's one called tapestry. Crying's okay. Where a man is feeling so ashamed of himself because his tapestry is so tattered. And so many people have these beautiful tapestries until Jesus holds it up. And, and, and through all the threadbare tapestry is the image of Christ, in his tapestry, wow. oh, amen. And he was. You know, we excited. were just listening to
1: that tagline on our little ditty there. Uh, you know, following Jesus's command to love your neighbor mm-hmm. as yourself. Mm-hmm. What happens when, when we don't love ourselves very much, in, in in the sense of of what Christ had in mind there, mm-hmm. and we're trying to minister to others? What what happens in that dynamic? How, how does what distortions happen in that process? Well, for one
2: thing, we tend to become much more self-centered, mm. actually. When, we, when, we're, when we're hating ourselves, rejecting ourselves, we actually become more self-centered, not less. Mm. Um, we tend to stay more stuck. It's harder to change. One of the nuggets in the bus book is uh, judging and defending prevent change. If I'm hating myself into change, which is not God's plan, by the way, mm. it is not God's plan to hate ourselves into change. But to allow him to draw us into his nature. That's the change process.
1: Well that that process of, of you know humbling yourself before the mighty hand of God, they may mm-hmm. lift you up in due time. Yes. You know, it's that process of, of humbling one. It's not beating yourself no. up, is it?
2: No, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. But it has to do with the the humble reaction. You can't earn God's love. Yeah. You can't buy it. You can't earn it. You can never be good enough to add. You can never be bad enough to subtract from his love. Mm. That is over- That's grateful humility when you realize that. He loves me because of his nature. Yeah. Not because of me, but because of his nature, I become special. I'm not special in and of myself, but through him, my specialness reflects, like in that tapestry where Christ shines through me. That's what makes me special.
0: You know, you, you hit on the depression uh, a little bit ago, Jim, and that was brought out in the rough draft because Mary had that. Oh, And, yeah. and I know you deal with that mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And yet some key words jumped off the pages to me, some really key words in all of this, and I, th- I think maybe you can address this, the word choice. Yes. Talk about
2: choice. Many people believe this is just the way I am. Or that's just the way you are. That eliminates choice and makes God a liar. Mm. Mm. All in one fell swoop. We all have the choice of starting where we're starting at this present moment. The trouble is people want to start where they want to end up. Mm. They want to start by arriving. So a new Christian, for example, getting caught up in the excitement of, of, of Christ entering their lives may try to be... As if they were a, a twenty-year veteran of, of 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 walking with with the Lord, that becomes a mask, mm-hmm. not transparency. So it's it's. Um, I just forgot what your question was. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> I
3: gapped.
0: You want to join us at that healthy aging thing? Oh, oh yes, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, choice. That's what it was. <laughs> I did. I really gapped just a second ah, ago. I love it. When you realize that you do not have the choice of making change perfectly, that's true. You don't. But you do have the choice to start right where you're starting at this moment, which is exactly what God's plan's all about. And by starting there, you can begin to relax into letting him draw us through his spirit into his nature. Mm. That's what makes healthy change possible.
1: Well, in, in our uh, you know drive-through fast food society, where you get instant yes. gratification, right. you know there, there's this, this cultural pressure mm-hmm. to uh, <clears throat> to arrive, and yeah. I just love the way mm-hmm. that you you put it. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to mm-hmm. arrive where you begi- You want to begin. You know where you want to eventually get, and it's right. just you can't.
2: can't that's it, impossible.
1: It, it is, and and it's not what God intended. For, and, and, and I think yeah. even if he did, it, it would be injurious to us mm-hmm. to make those kind of wholesale changes so quickly. It would
2: be in his nature to, to, to no. even think that. It no. just would Sorry. not be in his nature to do that.
0: Oh, man, where does the time go, Jim? Any last words you want to share with
3: us before Deep, we have to say goodbye? Deep
2: personal change is possible. Healing of very wounded relationships is possible if you allow God to. To work through you. Okay. Absolutely.
0: Promise you'll come back soon.
2: Oh, I always welcome it.
0: Oh, we love you. Take care, my friend. Dear friends at home, wherever you may be listening, around the world, join us again next time. Have a great week, and don't forget to join us this coming weekend, Memorial Day weekend, for the 16th annual Danny Reed Memorial Three on Three Basketball Tournament, 18 H Street in Modesto at the Modesto High School. Where is that? Uh, <laughs> Have a great week. And may God continue to bless your lives.